You're a monster! Welcome in to another week of the Fantasy Monsters. It's Caleb only today. If you missed last week's episode, you might have missed that there's some changes that were going to be made. Uh, just work schedules, timing, things like that. Just it was really hard for everybody to kind of get together, get things done. So we also wanted to start releasing some more episodes. And so this is going to be a little bit shorter than normal. We're basically going to jump in with some news. We've got some monster guys and just some things we want to talk about with Generate Health. So let's go ahead and jump in with our monster news for this week. Dun, dun, dun. Michael Carter out two to three weeks. Kind of a big blow. Uh, he's somebody that I had on my team, and I was really looking at utilizing him with all of the pass catching ability that he's been getting. And so this is going to really, really hurt. We'll talk about Ty Johnson a little bit later, but Justin Fields also ribs looks like Dalton is going to start for Thanksgiving not surprised after the fact that he just gets beat up week in and week out that offensive line was just atrocious I don't really blame Justin Fields too much for a lot of these issues but honestly if I was him I wouldn't really look at wanting to come back and play this season um, I know that he probably will just because he's a competitor but I mean this team is just it's just awful. It looks deflated. I think it's time once again, as we have been preaching this for at least two years now, guys, Matt Nagy needs to go. I think once Matt Nagy goes, Justin Fields might be able to really, really improve his game. Coaching's just not really helping. And that offensive line again is garbage. And normally guys, we don't really bring this kind of stuff up, but I'm going to, because I think it's very interesting and it could impact um, someone that we actually do care about. But Trace McSorley signed with the Cardinals. Uh, again, he's going to be like the, you know, he'll be the backup. I know Colt McCoy has been playing and he's honestly been playing pretty well down there in Arizona. Um, but this just makes me wonder, uh, you know, long-term effects for Kyler Murray. Um, I know that he's been practicing a little bit here and there, but, uh, nothing really seems to be, you know, moving in a more positive direction, I guess. Um, so it just kind of makes me wonder if he's still having lingering issues or, if uh, he might have to still be out for an extended uh, period of time. Um, let's hope. I know this is only Tuesday, so we'll see later on this week. Um, but uh, I also know that uh, Colt McCoy is also listed as questionable as well with a pectoral issue. So I would be shocked if Trace McSorley actually started this game. Um, but it looks like uh, Murray's still going to be game time decision. But I just don't see... I don't see you going out and and uh, bringing in another guy if, uh, you know, you're expecting one of these two quarterbacks to kind of play. So we'll just have to kind of keep an eye on that for the rest of the week. Um, but that's all I got in monster news for this week, guys. Uh, so real quick, as we've mentioned multiple times, uh, Generate Health, uh, we have a new awesome opportunity for everybody. Uh, so over the past couple months, we've talked about our partnership with them a one-of-a-kind nonprofit here in St. Louis working to eliminate these disparities by mobilizing our region to advance racial equity for moms, babies, and families. So here at the Fantasy Monsters, we are passionate about the health and well-being of pregnant women and babies, and we hope the information um, we have shared about Generate Health has encouraged you to learn more and share the information with those in your life. And if you've been inspired to do more, 
So if, if this has really kind of touched your heart and really kind of touched um, just, you know, and you want to kind of share more and do more um, about some of these issues that have uh, been plugging um, our society, then check out Generate Health. Go to generatehealth.org and you can look at their ambassador board for more information. Again, it's a really cool opportunity for you guys to also be ambassadors yourself of Generate Health to be able to move, you know, all of these societal issues with mothers and babies, especially in, in, the, in the black communities, um, just to be able to move in a positive direction. You know, again, we are really positive as far as we want to be healthy. We want to be, um, and honestly, we want to be able to have these babies be able to grow up in a, in a positive culture. So definitely go check out Generate Health. All right, jumping in with our monster guys for this week. Going quarterback. So, hey, we're going to do two for each, and then we're also going to do some monster busts for this week. So this is where I'm going to take some top guys or some guys that might be big waiver wire pickups um, and just say, hey, these guys aren't going to do well this week. So we're going to kind of do a little bit of both. So uh, first off, monster guys that are going to be awesome this week, throwing out quarterback Joe Burrow. All right, Joe Burrow is playing uh, Pittsburgh this week. And coming off a couple of rough weeks, but at the same time, like still trending in positive directions before that. So let's kind of throw away this Cleveland and this Vegas game where he was kind of atrocious, not even throwing for 200 yards in one of them and 282 is not bad in another uh, couple interceptions here and there. But I think this week against Pittsburgh, all right, Pittsburgh's defense has definitely uh, not been what it should be over the course of this whole year. I think there is no reason why Joe Burrow would not be able in this division game, come back out and just have a big, big week. Cam Newton is my next quarterback. Not only did he have a big week last week, depending on your scoring format, he could have got you upwards of 30 points. So Cam Newton first week back, didn't see a lot of touches, um, you know, three for four passing, but last week against Washington, one of the worst defenses, surprisingly in the league ended up going 21 for 27 for only 189 yards, but two touchdowns. And then he also ran for 10 for 46 and a touchdown. So three touchdowns on the day. I don't see much changing going against Miami. Who's also the fifth uh, worst against quarterbacks this year. Honestly, guys, Cam Newton's next few matchups look really, really good. So I do think that he'll come in. He'll continue to, uh, you know, Superman it up down in Carolina where he's obviously feels super comfortable and plays very well. Um, this will be at Miami, but again, I don't see things changing. I think Cam Newton is going to have a monster monster week. All right. James Robinson is my monster running back for this week. Uh, Basically, that's just because they got nothing else working in Jacksonville. So Jacksonville, just each and every week, just seems to be a disappointment. Even James Robinson's week last week was not very great against San Francisco, but San Francisco is pretty solid against the run. 12 attempts for 29 yards. He did find the end zone, which kind of saved his week last week. This week coming in, he's going to play against Atlanta. Atlanta does not scare me in the slightest. If anything, it's going to be a high-scoring game somehow. Um, but I think that James Robinson is going to get all the work. He's going to find the end zone at least once, and he's probably going to see even some more receiving attempts. He only saw three targets last week. I think that target's going to go up, um, especially in this game. 
So just keep in mind, James Robinson, I'm going to put as an RB2 this week, but he has tremendous RB1 upside. So keep in mind, if you got James Robinson, maybe swinging on your bench, toss him in there, man. I, I promise that thing is going to work out for you. All right, this one's going to be a little bit of a shot in the dark, but I do think it's going to work out as well. Miles Gaskins is my other one. Here's why. No Brown going to be playing. Obviously, he's going to be an RB2 for this week going against Carolina, who does do pretty well against the run. But I am looking at just the fact that whenever Miles Gaskins is just him, he gets literally everything. So this is going to be all about workload. 23 attempts last week. Yes, it's against the Jets for 89 yards. He also saw four targets and Scott a receiving touchdown. What's going to happen this week, guys, is again, Miles Gaskins, this ball's going to move through him. I think it's going to be easy. He's going to find the end zone at least once. Most likely it will be in the air. But if he also gets one on the ground, guys, he's easily going to be a top five this week. So keep in mind, Miles Gaskins, yes, it's against a really tough defense as far as the run goes. But I think if you look at it, the volume that he's going to be able to forget this week He's going to be a good, good RB2 for you. Devonta Smith. All right, guys, this dude, he's just continuing to be pretty consistent. Yes, he didn't have a good fantasy outcome last week with only six points, but two weeks prior, he did see 18 and 17, got in the end zone three times within those two games. He's also consistently seeing those six targets, and that's what I'm going to be looking at. He's going to be getting at least six more targets, if not more, this week against the Giants. The Giants are the tenth, give up the tenth most points to two wide receivers. Smith's their wide receiver. Nothing else. It's just going to be Devonta Smith. So I do think that he'll see at least six or seven targets for this week, maybe another 60 to 80 yards and a touchdown. Guaranteed lock. He's going to be at least a wide receiver too this week. DK Metcalf is going to be my next guy this week. DK, man, surprisingly, just he's not even ranked in the top. He's not even a number one this year. I see him according to PFF. He looks like he's the 19th ranked wide receiver on the season. That is, of course, still with eight touchdowns, which is very, very high. He's just not seeing the uh, receptions and the yards that I was anticipating that he was going to have. I had him in my, I think I even had him in my top five guys. So I'm a little disappointed. But I think this week, DK is going to be back. He has been struggling the past few weeks, just really, really bad weeks. Three points, two points, depending on your scoring formats. He has been seeing eight targets in those, and I love seeing the volume. He needs to continue to see that volume, but he needs to get some yards. I mean, 26 yards and 31. So three for 26 and four for 31 is not going to do it. This week, he is going up against Washington. Again, just not a great defense this year. Their coverage has just been atrocious. They lost Chase Young. So I just don't see the any reason why DK cannot have a big week this week. Seattle needs to get their season turned around. I think he's going to be a huge part of it. Moving right along for our tight ends. Monster tight ends this week. I've got Noah Fant. Guys, keep in mind, Noah Fant is still not even that bad of a tight end. If you look at the overall uh, totals for just tight ends, even with some of the disappointing weeks he has had. I mean, let's see, he's still a top 10. So he's still number one. So he's number 10 ranked this year as a tight end, even with this five and then <laughs> barely didn't even score a point the week before because he fumbled. Um, but anyways, I think Noah Fant coming out, he's going to be playing against the chargers. Chargers gives up the second most points to tight ends. He's seeing plenty of targets, six, seven, there's 11, there's a 10, there's an eight. There's, you know, he's seeing plenty of targets. He's getting receptions. His reception percentage is not terrible. And it's just, you got to find the end zone. 
All right. Just like every other tight end, you got to find the end zone. And just like the guy I'll talk about next, it's all about touchdowns. So Noah Fant this week's against the Chargers, definitely going to be a monster guy. Speaking of my next dude, that would be Pat Fryermuth. All right. This guy, literally, he's just a touchdown machine, it seems like. Uh, I know he's only got, what, four, four touchdowns on the season? No, five, including this one. They haven't updated. Thanks, fantasy data, but they'll get there. Anyways, so he's got five touchdowns on the season. Seriously, every time it seems like he's Big Ben's in the red zone, he's targeting this guy. So he's had seven targets, nine targets, six targets, seven, seven. That's in the last five games, guys. Some of these, <laughs> look at this, four for 11, four receptions for 11 yards and a touchdown. It's not a great week, but again, it'll salvage your week with the score of a touchdown. So keep in mind, Pratt Firemuth, he's getting the targets. He's seeing the receptions. As long as he sees a little bit more yardage and gets that touchdown, he's going to be a huge guy this week. He is going up against Cincinnati. Cincinnati does give up the 18th most points, but again, I'm not really worried about them specifically as a defense. I think the fact that he's just getting targeted in the red zone is what's going to make it worth it. All right, guys, now we're going to go in and look at our monster busts for this week. I do got four players. Um, I definitely want to talk about first one going to be at the quarterback position. Guys, I know Aaron Rodgers has been having a pretty decent season as he always seems to have, but this week it is just not going to happen for him. Uh, if you really look at his statistics against top five defenses, he's going up against the Rams who is ranked at number one. Uh, he just doesn't perform as well. Uh, the Rams, especially with a pet good pass rush, which the Rams have, um, they are top. I think they're top three as far as pass rush goes. I just do not see Von Miller, Aaron Donald, as long as those guys are in his face, I just don't see a way that he's going to come and try and throw for four touchdowns this week. Um, he's definitely not going to have, a, you know, almost a 40 point week this week. Uh, I really think that it's going to be probably closer to um, maybe that Arizona game that we saw a few weeks ago where he might have a couple of touchdowns, but I don't think he's even going to throw for 250 or 200. So just keep in mind, Aaron Rodgers this week, if you're looking for um, a good start from him, I don't think he's going to give it to you this week, guys. Ty Johnson, another bust for this week. I know with Michael Carter going down, everybody might be going back and getting Ty Johnson, who did show a couple glimpses earlier this year with some really good games. But guys, if you really look at his attempts, he's not even beating out Tevin Coleman. So I don't see a way that Ty Johnson all of a sudden is going to get all that workload. Um, I think that there might be a little bit more of a mix than we're wanting to but I would actually take my shot with Tevin Coleman this week. Ty Johnson is going to be a bust, even though he is going up against Houston, which gives up the 10th most points. I just don't see how Ty Johnson all of a sudden after the barely usage, he had one attempt last week, even after um, uh, Carter went down two attempts, four attempts, four attempts. I just don't see that all of a sudden skyrocketing guys. This one's actually going to be really hard for me to swallow because I love this dude, but Justin Jefferson Going up against San Francisco this week, 23rd against wide receivers in general, but specifically to number ones, they do a very, very, very good job. So I think it's going to be a really tough week as they're probably going to double cover. If I had to choose between the two, I'm taking Adam Thielen this week over Justin Jefferson. Um, so just keep in mind, if you're looking for a big game from Justin Jefferson, I think he'll still be fine, but I don't think he's going to be an elite player in the top five this week. Mike Gusecki is going to be my tight end bust for this week. I know it seems to be that he's two is like favorite go-to 
Um, you know, he had he's had some really, really solid targets with six, seven, eight, four, eight in the last five. That's not bad, but he's barely finding the end zone. He scored twice on the season. Even going this week against Carolina, Carolina gives up the 23rd most points to tight ends. I don't see that changing. I think he's going to be covered all day. I think that Miami's going to have to do a lot more in the run game and in the screen game that they're going to want to, um, which is going to really make uh, Mike Gusecki just that much less important this week. So that is all of our monster guys for this week. Keep in mind, guys, you can follow us and find us at the Fantasy Monsters or the Fantasy Monsters podcast on all of our social media pages. You can check out the fantasymonsters.com where you can see all of our merch and gear that we've got. And then you can even learn a little bit more about Generate Health. It'll link over to their website as well. But guys, thanks again for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Monsters. We'll catch you next time. You can hold me back. Yeah, I'm coming for you. I'm not heated on you. No, I'm just telling you the facts. Oh, these chains can keep me down. I can be rude, be in the mood, I can be rotten I can be cruel, mind like a fool, but never forgotten Creeping in the dark, waiting for you Yeah, I feel like a monster And I'm just in a